Welcome to Leadership Matters with Dr. Cheryl White and Dr. Andre Howard. This is your forum for exploring and discussing challenges that are faced by public and nonprofit leaders. And now, Leadership Matters. Good afternoon, and thank you for tuning in to Leadership Matters, informing leaders, inspiring solutions. I'm Cheryl White, and I bring you greetings from the Neighborhood House Association in San Diego, California. And today we're going to be discussing parents and leadership, ways to achieve satisfaction in one's career, while also enjoying the beautiful journey of parenthood. And I am just uh, just delighted to have Dr. Garima Singh. She's a child psychologist and chief medical officer at Burrell Behavior Health in Columbia, Missouri. Uh, Dr. Singh, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me here. Yes. I'm just going to jump right in and uh, actually I'm going to step right back instead of jumping in and ask you just to share a little bit about yourself. Sure. So my name is Garima Singh. I'm a child psychiatrist uh, by profession and serve the role of chief medical officer at Borough Behavioral Health and its parent company, Brightly. I am located in Columbia, Missouri. I live here with my husband and two kids, nine-year-old son and seven-year-old daughter. Uh, Grew up in India, did my med school there, and then came here, did my residency and fellowship, and have been living in in Columbia, Missouri for almost the last 10 years. Wonderful. Again, just pleased to have you. I'm going to ask you, what has it been like for you with regards to being a parent in the workforce? It's been incredible and definitely challenging at times. I have my own moments of mom guilt, um, mm-hmm. own moments of some failure, and then have so many success stories and moments of pride and joy. Mm-hmm. Being a parent has certainly made me a better person, I would say, or at least I strive to be better every day. Mm-hmm. And so when you say you've had your own feelings of guilt in your own um, glorious victories, want to share either of those with us? Sure. You know, I, I have so many. I don't know where to start. So as I said, I have a seven-year-old daughter. And, you know, every year when the school starts throughout the year, I've been asked when they have a field trip, um, can you be the chaperone? Mama, can you volunteer at the cafeteria? Mama, can you be there on the ice cream day? Or uh, can you be there on the library day and things like that? And, I, and then I look at my schedule and I'm like, no, I'm sorry. Or when they have the spring party and then I, and I have these two kids coming home and said, you were the only mama who was not there. Mm-hmm. You know, those, those days are hard and those moments are hard. But then I have so many moments and, you know, when I get these letters and I say, I'm sorry, I was not there. And they are like, it's okay, mama, we know you were helping somebody else. Mm-hmm. Or when the teacher tells me, no, you were not the only mom who was not there. There were many, <laughs> there were many parents who couldn't make it. So the kids are very good with the guilt trip. Mm-hmm. And as, as a parent, we are, we are so many times hard on us. Mm -hmm. Um, But then this journey, and I have met so many incredible role models and mentors and women leaders and kind of realized that I'm not alone in this. Mm -hmm. There are so many people who are there and we can lean on each other and just be that role model to our kids that there is a reason why we are not there. But in the bigger picture, we are always there for you. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. I love that. Um, I've the whole thought of in the bigger picture, we are always uh, there uh, for you because sometimes we look at the small picture in the small moments and not necessarily the big picture in the big moments. Are there some things in particular that you say to yourself or that you say to your children in discussing uh, this topic to help to alleviate yourself from feeling, uh, for lack of a better word, guilt or helping them just understand the um, um, the why behind not being able to be there. Definitely. It's getting better as they are getting older. I think now they can comprehend and understand the rationally behind what's mm-hmm. happening. Um, in the beginning, when they were young and, you know, 
especially when our son was little and being the first time parent, it was, it was very hard. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as a resident, we had to do night floats and I was over at night and, and just going back to work after having him in residency. Uh, those days were hard, but I think the thing which helped me the most was my partner. Mm-hmm. I, have a, I have an incredible husband. And, uh, you know, the moments when I was low or I fell down or I was questioning my parenting or my motherhood, what I, if I'm doing right or not, he was always there to tell me, mm-hmm. you are doing fine. And, you know, when I was low, he was there to uplift me and mm-hmm. fill in the gla- gap for that. It's no more shape, you know. We both are in a professional career and he's a healthcare professional. If I can't make it to something and he knows it's important to our kids, he would make it work mm-hmm. or we, we will sit down and tell our kids why we are not doing it. And then they would. So I think I have surrounded myself with so many people around who will mm-hmm. tell me that even when I don't feel that I'm winning as a mom, they are there to tell me that I'm doing it right. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. That's great. I think having that support system, um, be it from our husbands, our siblings, our friends that can um, help out as well as help us make sure we give ourselves some positive messages. Yeah. <laughs> as to some, some, you know, yeah. messages that further uh, plays uh, negative thoughts around our not being able to be there. Uh, makes a difference. Yeah, and definitely some of the role models, you know, some of the people I feel like I had imposter, like, you know, seeing all these successful women and, and reading about them and then learning that they had the same question and mm-hmm. they had, they questioned their parenthood, kind of feel like I can connect to that and mm-hmm. it's a journey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. So speaking of journey, how has um, being a parent really impacted your career and your own leadership journey? It's been quite a learning curve and it's definitely evolved over time. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I said, initial years were especially tough. Uh, both my kids, I had them during residency and fellowship training. Uh, my husband was also in his fellowship training. So it was, it was challenging with limited flexibility, training requirements, financial train and we are so far from the family so we don't have the support from the from the family so the initial years were definitely hard but then I had some great mentors and women leaders and and you know even attending consultants who made the space for me you know I remember I was five weeks postpartum coming back to the rotation. And I had a, I had a women physician who came to me and told me never hesitate to, to go and say that you need to go and pump. She gave me a space space and just gave me the confidence that I can stand up for it and ask for it. That's something which I was very hesitant as a first time mom, not knowing how to navigate it. And, uh, Slowly and steadily, as I climbed the path of the professional success and became a leader myself, um, I realized that parenting and leadership are very much alike. Mm-hmm. And to succeed in one, it, it, it kind of learning the pattern in both. So there are a lot of similarities. And I think as moving forward in my professional career, one has impacted in a positive way to the other. Mm-hmm. So what are some of those similarities that you've noticed? I think the most important and the most valuable for me as a person is being my authentic self and being honest. Mm-hmm. I try to be very honest to my kids and my family and to my team member. If I'm going to mess it up something, I'm going to be the first person to take accountability for it and say, I am sorry. Mm-hmm. And then I think that has led up and glued to the trust and integrity which I have in my team and which I have as a parent. Mm -hmm. Um, When we co-parent, we have a rule in our house, we don't lie to our kids, not just because of the lie. I don't think any parent lied to their kids intentionally, but we try to be 
very honest with them that why we are doing that as a family and why we are not doing that as a family. And then we keep up the words. I try really hard both in my family life and in my work life to keep the words and have clear expectations. Mm -hmm. However, we all know, and the pandemic has showed us to anything, we can make as many plans and expectations and goals, things doesn't happen. So when we pivot and we change from our plan or expectation, I always try to give the rationale behind it, why we are doing what we are doing and what's our plan and things like that. And I have realized now that we have started giving plan B to our kids like we do plan B at work. Now we know we have a plan A with our kids and plan B. The other day, the last week, my nine-year-old was saying, talking about going to pool and I was telling him the Friday and he was like, what happens if you are stuck at work? What's the plan B? I was like, wow, they have started speaking my language. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's wonderful. They're they're um, expanding their way of thinking about possibilities, and uh, knowing that things don't always go as planned, and that you can have a plan B, and sometimes a C and D might be necessary too. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, so great. I'm going to um, ask you to think about and maybe share with us. We're um, going to take a, a brief break, but when we come back, I ask you to share when faced with adversity as a parent. You know, what happened some of the adversities that you faced? And then what really has given you the fortitude uh, to keep on keeping on? Sure. Okay. So stay with us. We'll be right back with more on Leadership Matters, informing leaders, inspiring solutions. comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Leadership Matters is brought to you by Innovisions. Need to improve leadership, staff, or organization performance? Contact Innovisions today for quality, effective, and affordable leadership, staff, and organization development training, coaching, and consulting services. Call 619-453-8093. That's 619-453-8093. Or send an email to Dr. White. Her email address is swite at neighborhoodhouse.org. Innovisions is a social enterprise of the Neighborhood House Association of San Diego, California. Funds raised go to support the Neighborhood House Association's mission to enrich lives through a continuum of education and wellness service. Today, expertise equals credibility. When you know what to do and how to do it, people follow because they acknowledge that you know more. However, stepping up in your career eventually pushes you out of your comfort zone of expertise. How you lead at those moments requires new skills. We're here to show you how to survive and thrive. Join me, Wanda Wallace, on Out of the Comfort Zone at Voice America Business Channel. You can find more information at leadershipforuminc.com. It's time to take charge of your own career path. But how do you get started? First, tune in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. Each show will feature national business leaders, tips and insight from Marie and her guests, career management tools, and a weekly career smart tip. She'll help you move forward, earn that promotion, get hired into the career you want, and brand yourself. The Career Confidant is broadcast live every Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Leadership Matters with Dr. Cheryl White and Dr. Andre Howard. If you have a question or comment about today's program, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to Dr. Cheryl White at swite at neighborhoodhouse.org. Now, back to Leadership Matters. And we are back with more on Leadership Matters, informing leaders, inspiring solutions. Today, talking about parents, voices, and leadership, ways to achieve satisfaction in one's professional career, while also enjoying the beautiful journey of parenthood. Talking today with Dr. Garima Singh, child psychologist and chief medical officer, 
Officer at Burrell Behavioral Health in Columbia, Missouri. Uh, welcome back, Dr. Singh. Thank you. Yes, I think before we went to break, actually when we came back, we would just talk about adversities that you've faced as a parent and in ways that you've um, just uh, been able to keep on keeping on with fortitude. I think there are multiple uh, multiple factors which make me go on or keep on with this. Um, as I said, I think the first thing which comes to my mind is definitely my husband. He is the biggest strength. And, you know, we are very considerate and understanding to each other's professional demands, flexibility, and try to encourage each other. I think the other thing which helps me keep going are my patients. The difference in their life. I have been doing this for last 10 years. And, you know, some of the kids, I'm a child psychiatrist. So some of the kids, I started seeing them in elementary school and now are going to college. And, you know, the, the impact, the, that's the most rewarding thing mm -hmm. is to see them reach their potential and succeed in life. Mm -hmm. And then my team. And uh, I work with some of the amazing leaders and colleagues at work and uh, and it's just been an inspiration in those moments of, uh, of, you know, when, when things are not going right to look upon and to see what's, what's the vision is, what's, what's the mission I am working here, and uh, what impact it's going to be in long term. So, so then that adversity becomes uh, a weakness, which I try to feel empowered with and change into a strength. And, you know, the last three years with pandemic, I think that's the, that was kind of eye-opener at so many levels. As a parent, as a professional, as a leader, as a member of the community, I think we have never faced anything like this. And I hope we never face anything like that in future. And um, I made us stronger at some level. Mm -hmm. we, we all came out stronger of it and, and has tried to do things which we have never done before. Mm -hmm. So I, I strongly feel what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's one of my favorite songs. That's one of my favorite songs too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. So when you think about adversities that parents in general uh, face, um, what are some of the adversities that a parent might face? So I think, you know, I, you know, I read this and I really like it. We all are in the same storm, but our boats are different. So as a parent, and um, it doesn't matter, you are stay-at-home parent or working parent, we all have our own challenges and our own adversity. It can be time-related, um, it can be financial means, it can be stable, uh, home and families, um, organization-wide, the kids with special needs, the kids having challenges, meeting them with educational needs. Uh, there's so many. I think there's countless. And how we navigate us with our means and with our support system, mm -hmm. I think it's hard to, to make an inventory out of it. It's just numerous to put it together. And every parent I talk to will have so many similar. Like when the pandemic hit, Every parent in my organization was thinking about childcare. We love a lot of staff, not because they didn't love their job, because childcare was more expensive than the than their paycheck. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, so childcare and then finances and things like that are the problem we all deal with. Somebody more than other, and things like that, and then how we navigate when we are working and. Um, not all the organization, and I would say majority of organization does not provide childcare because that has its own requirements and rules, which is hard to put together that how we navigate in, in this high performing and high demanding uh, market and the corporate world. Mm -hmm. Yes. And so <clears throat> any, um, any thoughts, and, and you can tell me no, but <laughs> I'm just wondering, any thoughts regarding solutions that um, are supports that parents might um, lean on, look to um, for 
helping with some of the challenges that we face as parents. Yeah, no, definitely. And, you know, we spent a lot of our time and energy in my organization during the pandemic. And, you know, we also spent a lot of time talking to other families where we had two position households and, you know, we well, the parents need to go to work and now who takes care of the kids? Do we expose our kids to childcare and then expose them to COVID? Then there were so many questions and everybody was scared and we didn't know what to do. So, you know, we, I've spent a lot of time thinking and processing that. And some of the things which I personally found successful for myself and for my team and organization was embracing our vulnerabilities and, you know, being true to ourselves and just be real and relatable. And I think that has served me very well to connect to the colleagues at work, the experience mm -hmm. and the connection. And, you know, and then the other piece is flexibility and autonomy. Some of the earliest changes which we did in the organization when I took up the leadership position is if somebody and, you know, every speciality is different. Every job is different, at least with my job as a psychiatrist and with my team as psychiatry providers, we provided that flexibility to our providers that for any reason, if you have to work from home because you have a sick kid or something is in need or things like that, we do provide that flexibility to our providers that they can pivot and work from home, just need to notify us. Um, and so providing that autonomy, I think is very helpful. Having that culture where people don't judge you and you know, where we all are working together and we relate to each other and, and where people feel they can be themselves and they can be authentic and they can come to the team to bring us the problems. Mm -hmm. The other thing which I feel like, you know, uh, which can be very important is um, finding time and defining your priorities and value your time with your family and children. You know, I strongly believe in there is no work-life balance. So we need mm -hmm. to prioritize. Today, my, my priority is the board meeting. Tomorrow can be my priority in my kids' soccer game. So we prioritize and then we should be flexible to work around that. So those are some of the things I think which has been very helpful um, in the workplace. And, you know, very early in my career, one of the women leaders told me this and I have uh, implied it in my life and has been very helpful is outsource the task that takes you away from your family or from any of the activity, even if it's like going to gym. If you mm -hmm. enjoy that and, and you, you are cleaning your house instead of going doing that activity, then maybe outsource it if you can afford it. Those dollars are worth spending for a cleaning lady or a sitter or a handyman if it allows you to be present with your family, share laughter and make memories. Mm -hmm. Okay. Wonderful, wonderful. So when we think about it, when you think about um, how being a parent has supported your own success, I think sometimes we can think about how being a parent has created obstacles to our success. But are there some ways in which being a parent has actually supported your success in the uh, workplace? I definitely think so in, you know, as I said, you know, I feel like parenthood and leadership are very much similar in, in many ways. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like just having those clear expectations and goals for, for my kids, my team, I believe in leading by example. So whether it's home, whether it's work, uh, what I'm going to tell my team, for the most part, I'm going to follow the same thing. Then effective communication, you know, whether it's directive or it's an executive decision, whether it's telling the kids what the plan is or what, telling my team what needs to be done. And as a parent, you know, you need to be a good listener. You need to learn to read the body cues, the body gesture, the social cues, the emotional regulation. These are some of the essential skills for a parent and that has really served me well as a leader. 
and then the in the importance of positive reinforcement as a child psychiatrist i think that's the first thing you know we have been taught in this in this field of behavioral health is the importance of positive reinforcement and i try to follow the same rule at work if i can inspire and motivate my kids my team so that they can try new things they can be curious they can strive to do their best and also fail failure is a very very important part of learning when we fail we learn we shouldn't hesitate to try new things with the fear of failure i tell my kids that i tell my team that so just telling the the motive behind embracing embrace your failure and move on with it and i think the most important for me is the trust and integrity and that's the glue which i try to bind my family and i try to bind my team and my organization with wonderful i think all of those um definitely we can hear how um equip i should say the skills that we learn in being a good listener and um I think also planting seeds of hope, uh, being able to look beyond what is to the possibilities and just being able to have a nine-year-old say, okay, well, if plan A doesn't work out, then what's plan B? Uh, and to know that, you know, as you've incorporated that language into your home life, you're also incorporating the, the um, flexibility. You talked a lot about flexibility into um, your team and just the parallels between how those skills that we learn in parenting have uh, this um, transferable uh, nature. I think some of the best um, project managers <laughs> have probably developed their skills from figuring out how to do what you talked about with regards to organizing. You know, I think all of those things are certainly um, worth underscoring. When we come back from break, have us just maybe unpack a little bit more and talk about what others can do to really be supportive of and to be an ally to parents. You're going to talk about what, in some ways, um, your organization has done uh, in the midst of um, the pandemic and um, helping each other out with some flexibility. But any other ideas in that area, would love to hear from you. So please stay with us. We'll be right back with more on Leadership Matters, informing leaders, inspiring solutions. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. Leadership Matters is brought to you by Innovisions. Need to improve leadership, staff, or organization performance? Contact Innovisions today for quality, effective, and affordable leadership, staff, and organization development training, coaching, and consulting services. Call 619-453-8093. That's 619-453-8093. Or send an email to Dr. White. Her email address is swite at neighborhoodhouse.org. Innovisions is a social enterprise of the Neighborhood House Association of San Diego, California. Funds raised go to support the Neighborhood House Association's mission to enrich lives through a continuum of education and wellness service. Trends in global business are changing all the time. It used to only be worrying about your competitor across the street, but now that competitor may be across the world. On Global Business with Mahesh Joshi, we discuss the trends in global business, plus issues and solutions that business leaders face today. Each show is guaranteed to teach you something that you didn't know before about global business. Listen live every Wednesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. The pace of change in the world is increasing exponentially and shows no signs of slowing down. Leadership is evolving and requires more and more innovative leaders to keep up. Innovating Leadership, co-creating our future with Maureen Metcalf, features interviews with global business leaders, thought leaders, and academics in a wide range of industries. Proven concepts and tools may be applied to build your organization and deliver sustainable success. Tune in every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Business. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. 
You are listening to Leadership Matters with Dr. Cheryl White and Dr. Andre Howard. If you have a question or comment about today's program, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to Dr. Cheryl White at swhite at neighborhoodhouse.org. Now, back to Leadership Matters. And we are back with Leadership Matters, talking to Dr. Gary Massain, child psychologist and chief medical officer at Burrell Behavior Health in Columbia, Missouri. Dr. Singh, thank you again for just uh, sharing with us today. You know, earlier in our conversation, you were speaking of mentors and how some mentors have been actually very helpful to you as a parent. I'm wondering if you might share uh, a little bit more, I think in one instance, you talked about how a mentor empowered you to share your voice and, and to not shy away from asking for what was needed for you to be able to find a safe place to nurse. Um, any other thoughts within ex, uh, examples about how a mentor has helped you or how others might, um, serving as mentors, might be particularly helpful to parents in the workplace? Sure, sure. You know, we all need mentors and we all need sponsors. So, you know, I have been very fortunate to have them and I've learned some some excellent skills and I can, you know, tell you some about that. So I'll give you a little story. I think it was, it must be like six years ago with tears in my eyes, I came to work because I dropped my, my baby to daycare and then he wanted me to stay for the water play. And I had an eight o'clock patient and I was like, I had to go. And then he left very teary and saying that you never, you are never there for me. You always want to go to work. And that hit really hard because as any parent, those are our, our, the most loved people we have. So I got to work and then, you know, you're trying to hide your tears and get to the work. And then I had the mentor and who happened to ask me what happened. And I pour my heart out and more tears. And then she gave me a strategy and she told me, you know, you will come across these times like this and you need to prioritize and see things what are important. If this is so important for you, maybe start of the year, find something which is important and choose maybe the biggest activity they have at the school and volunteer for that. And then your kid knows what to expect and you can take a PTO or do whatever. So that becomes a special moment. For last six years, I'm doing that. Mm -hmm. So when my child says, can you be the chaperone for the field trip? Can you volunteer at the cafeteria? I say, hey, remember the last day of the school when I signed up for the field day? I'm going to be the entire day there for you. Mm -hmm. Or um, what the other things which I have done is done an India Day presentation. So the kids have something which they can look for. And I feel so good and so rewarding to spend that time, not only with my kids, but with other kids and just to learn about their friendship and classroom and, and things like that. So that was a very good example of time management. Then, the, then one of my other mentor taught me the importance of time off. So in last three years, I have, in my calendar, when I take one vacation, the next vacation needs to be on my calendar. That's my light at the end of the tunnel. And that keeps me going with the same enthusiasm and same energy to look forward for. So this is the time I'm gonna have with my family, the quality time. I just need to keep doing my best for that time. Mm -hmm. So some of the very, very, very great tools which I have learned and which I have found very successful for my own soul and for my own sanity to be a better leader and a better parent. And then the power of no. So I have been in a multiple leadership. I've been a part of multiple women leadership groups. So the uh, WIMS group, uh, AAMC leadership, and now at Carol Emmett Women Leadership Group. Mm-hmm. And I have realized and, and learned the power of the word no. 
Mm-hmm. So especially as we climb the path of professional success, we realize how many things are thrown into us and, and not in a bad way. I think people think that we have the potential and we have the knowledge to do that. And then, you know, you get offered and you get invited. And then before you know, you do the whole day at work. And then in the evening, you are making the presentation or writing the paper or being the part of this committee. And then before we know, we are working 80 hours a week. So I have learned the power of no and respectfully declining something when I don't feel that's my area of interest or that's something which I'm really passionate about. And I think we all need to know that. It's hard in the, in the initial years when you know, we, we want to have the opportunities, we want people to know about that interest. So you know, sometimes you say no and then the next time you are not offered that opportunity. But I think as we climb and as we gain the experience and learn the process, we all need to learn the power of no. And as a parent, we need to teach our kids the same power of no. I always tell my kid, no is a sentence. And um, as many parents or siblings would relate to it, I say sibling rivalry and sibling fight is universal. The kind of bickering my both kids do night and day. <laughs> so, you know, when, when the sister, when my daughter says no to brother, and there are times when we have to say, you know, no is a sentence. She's mm-hmm. talking about her personal space. You have to respect her. Mm-hmm. So, Guillermo, uh, Dr. Singh, say more about no is a sentence. Is that, is that no is a sentence with regards to no period? Or is that no and some additional information so that it lands, um, as you said, respectfully declining? What do you mean by no is a sentence? So in, I don't know if it's the culture I grew up or, you know, the principles and, or being a woman, I have learned this from (laughs) as a woman, we are more inclined towards giving more reasoning behind when Mm -hmm. we say no. And it comes from the culture, it comes from the values, it comes of being respectful, it comes of feeling guilty about saying no. Oh, you're giving me an offer and I'm saying no. So now I just, the way I have learned and processed it, I don't give reasoning. I just say thank you for the opportunity and considering it. But at this point, I I cannot do that. Mm -hmm. And I don't give reasoning. My my younger self would have given a lot of reasoning behind why I am saying no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you. I appreciate your elaborating on that. I loved your um, time management example with regards to your picking out um, intentionally an activity that you can engage with at your children's school and then saying, you know, this is the thing that I'm intentionally putting on my calendar planning in my time so that we can do that. And I also loved your um, thinking with regards to time off. I always tell the person that helps to manage my calendar, and I tell my whole team this, you know, if it's not on the calendar, it won't happen. And so, um, you know, really being intentional about that time off time um, and those other things that we need to incorporate or want to incorporate into our lives, making sure that we, um, establish some real specific time uh, to do so. As you think about um, the workplace, and I know you talked about flexibility, is there anything else you might add um, what that others can do to be supportive or allies to parents in the workplace? Sure. You know, we all are working in high demanding organization. There is so much pressure to perform, provide quality of work, in a critical time frame, meet the target, execute the plan, matrix, survey, paper, publication, depending on what sector you are working in. It's always helpful to provide clear expectations, but don't micromanage your employees and staff. I personally say that I am successful in doing what I do because my boss, my CEO, doesn't micromanage me. And as an adult, I take all the responsibility and accountability to do my work. I will get my work done. 
it doesn't matter if I have to write a paper at four in the morning or at five in the evening. So I think we have to be respect, respectful for each other without micromanaging, treat each other as an adult. And, but then as an employee, it also are responsible to be accountable for what we have to perform and to execute the results. The other important thing I think, especially for young professional and as a leader is to coach the young professionals. Help them strategize the plan and objective. Give them feedback, you know, both constructive feedback and, and reward them when they are doing the right thing. The recognition is as important as constructive feedback. Help them succeed, meet their professional goals. Navigate the role of the leader and, and the parent. I think our dads need equal navigation as mom. It's, it's the journey of parenthood. It doesn't matter if it's, a, if it's mom, dad, two moms, two dad. It's a single parent. I think everybody can get the support and help to succeed with their professional goal and the parenthood. And sometimes for our, for our staff and employees, it's very important to have honest conversations. Tell your boss or leader about the what, what is your goals? What, is, what are your barriers? My, my barriers are going to be different than yours or somebody. So important to have those honest conversations about what's the expectation and what are the challenges so your leader can help you succeed on those. When you are thinking about your future goal or future opportunities or the opportunities you are getting in, be honest with yourself and the people who involves it. What are you gonna sacrifice? Am I capable and, and able to commit to give the time and energy my job requires or my family requires? So that self-assessment, the evaluation, the self-reflection, that's very important. And the most important part of it, to be honest to self, to your team and to your partner or anybody who's involved in making such big decisions in regards to the to the offers and the opportunities and things like that. Great. I think you gave us just a, a wealth of things to think about. One of the things you mentioned, I'm going to ask you to talk a little bit more about on the other side of the commercial is the difference between mentors and sponsors. I think that that's a, a, a nice um, piece. And then also, uh, I think the pandemic really has helped managers move into managing more by objectives and giving people things to accomplish and people managing when and where and how they get them done versus managing by seat time. Like I have to see you sitting over there to think that you're being productive. Sometimes the people who I can see all the time aren't necessarily the ones who are, are uh, producing the most. So loved um, really much of what you shared. So stay with us. We'll be right back. Want to hear Dr. Singh talk about the difference between mentors and sponsors and how both are important in our lives and um, that professional world and how we might support in one and or both of those roles, but then also her final thoughts. So stay with us. We'll be right back with more on Leadership Matters, informing leaders, inspiring solutions. Business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network. Leadership Matters is brought to you by Innovisions. Need to improve leadership, staff, or organization performance? Contact Innovisions today for quality, effective, and affordable leadership, staff, and organization development training, coaching, and consulting services. Call 619-453-8093. That's 619-453-8093. Or send an email to Dr. White. Her email address is swite at neighborhoodhouse.org. Innovisions is a social enterprise of the Neighborhood House Association of San Diego, California. Funds raised go to support the Neighborhood House Association's mission to enrich lives through a continuum of education and wellness service. Small businesses are in trouble, and it didn't just start with COVID-19. From the recession several years ago to the revolution of e-commerce giants more recently, small businesses are getting hit hard and need to come back. Tune in to Business Buzz and Business Watch. It's two shows in one. Hosted by Frank Hellring. We'll help your small business bounce back 
with best practices, guest experts, and resources that you can use to strengthen your small business. Listen Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific and 1 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Leadership Matters with Dr. Cheryl White and Dr. Andre Howard. If you have a question or comment about today's program, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to Dr. Cheryl White at swhite at neighborhoodhouse.org. Now, back to Leadership Matters. And we are back with more on Leadership Matters. Matters. <laughs> Talking about parents' voices and leadership. I'm Cheryl White, and I am delighted to be having this conversation today with Dr. Karima Singh, child psychologist and chief medical officer at Burrell Behavior Health in Columbia, Missouri. So Dr. Singh, one of the things you talked about in our last segment, um, you mentioned sponsors, you mentioned mentors. Love to have you elaborate on the difference between the two. Sure, you know. So mentor, the, the best way to think about it is sponsor is someone who is actively involved in your success and growth and is invested in your advancement. So majority of time, sponsor is somebody in your organization. It can be your direct supervisor or, a, or, a, or the leader or somebody in the management team or somebody in within your organization who is providing you active advice, suggestions, guiding, helping you connect to their own network. So helping you build up on their network, introduces you to stakeholders, key decision-making people, and um, just helping you achieve the success or goals. On the other hand, mentor can be within your organization or can be outside your organization or anywhere. And they are more of a passive person. So they can provide you guidance and advice, but it's mostly you taking the first step and seeking out for it and them helping with the suggestions and thought. They can advocate for you, but they are not actively out there looking after and advocating for your advancement like a sponsor. And they may introduce you to the connection, but then you have to take the lead and ask for it. Mm -hmm. The best way to, to, the way I look is sponsor is a parent figure who is actively involved, looking after the kid, getting them out in the world, connecting them to the thing. And mentor is an outside, a distant teacher who is not actively looking for you. But if you go for the guidance, they help you with that. Mm-hmm. Did I answer it? Yes. No, absolutely. You did. And I can see and um, hopefully our listeners can see how both of those can be helpful and how um, one um, helpful to parents to actually seek, but also helpful to leaders to actually be and to really uh, be intentional about placing ourselves in roles where we can be mentors, but also placing ourselves in roles where we actually can actively support uh, someone's success and opening doors and connecting them. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Final thoughts. Uh, I think we have about uh, maybe six minutes or so left. So what might be some final thoughts? I just want to say to anyone who is listening, there is no set roots of parenthood. There is no family is same. Do what works for you. It's okay to fail. It's okay to be vulnerable. And it's okay to lean on trusted individuals. If your work is your number one priority, think again. Think again what brings you joy and, and enjoyment. It might very much work, but I hope and I really wish there is something other than work, which gets you excited and you look forward for. And if 
And if you are a parent, enjoy the time with your little ones. Make beautiful memories to cherish. We all are busy, but life is small and we need to enjoy every second of it as much as we can. And do something which excites you. When you get up in the morning and you go to work, you, you need to feel excited about it. I know when the alarm goes off at the first time, nobody feels excited about it. But, <laughs> but eventually, you should be excited about That should bring you joy. And then the other thing which I really want to say to everyone is self-care. Take care of yourself. It's not selfish to take some time out for yourself to be your better self. When we are rested, when we do something, we know the, the biochemicals, we know the neurochemistry, the dopamine, the serotonin, whether it's exercise, it's, um, you know, it's going out, it's gym, it's whatever it is, do something for yourself which makes you feel good about it. When we are our better self, we bring positive energy to the people around us. Recharge, connect, be true to yourself, and, and definitely spend quality time with your loved ones. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. I love the, the thought with regards to self-care, I do think that as parents, we can pour into everything and everyone else and sometimes forget the need to uh, just recharge. And I always like to emphasize, we want to be our best, not just for the sake of being our best, but the reason we do self-care is we want to be our best so that we can give our best. And we can't give our best if we're not uh, taking care of ourselves. So appreciate that you're underscoring and emphasizing that. So if our listening audience, if there's someone who'd love to get in touch with you, um, Dr. Singh, how might they do so? They can email me at Garima, my first name, G-A-R-I-M-A dot Singh, S-I-N-G-H, uh, at BurrellCenter.com. Uh, or they can uh, look at our organization website, BurrellCenter.org, and uh, those will be the best way to go to connect. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. Well, want to thank you again for joining us and want to thank our listening audience for also joining, joining us today. Um, we um, have our conversations with uh, various leaders throughout the, um, I want to say the nation, the world on various topics every Wednesday at 2 p.m. So join us live or download us at, at your convenience for Leadership Matters. Informing leaders, inspiring solutions. Thank you so much. Look forward Thank to you so much. Yeah, I look forward to connecting with you, Dr. Singh, uh, as well as uh, those that are with us today. Thank you. And Rachel, thank you, too. Thank you. Thank you again for tuning in. Leadership Matters with Dr. Cheryl White and Dr. Andre Howard is broadcast live every Wednesday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a wonderful week and make your leadership matter.